What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining the live stream tonight. I apologize about the little bit of technical difficulties that we had, but uh, we got it under control. You know, uh, thank God for Justin's uh, IT experience. Uh, we took care of it very quickly. Unplug, replug. <laughs> thank you guys so much for stopping by. If this is your first time here, welcome to America's Top Lawns, where we get to know some of the masterminds behind some of the most beautiful lawns in America. And it probably comes as no surprise that I had to invite the one and only Lawn Whisperer himself. He's got everything from the tall grass to the short grass. You probably see him on his YouTube channel representing the Hoosiers down there in Indiana. Well, what's going on, Justin? How you feeling, what's going man? On? Hey, you feeling pretty good. Thank you for having me. Thank oh, you for no having... problem, bud. Yeah, I got to say, I uh, feel pretty honored to be on America's Top Lawns because I don't think that I have one of the one of the top lawns in America, but uh, I'll take it. Hey, well, you know, way to be humble, man. You, you know, I wish I could be as humble as that when it comes to my lawn, but I think that your lawn is definitely one of the greatest, man. And it's not so much that you have the absolute best lawn. It's more like you know exactly what to do and when to do it, especially when it comes to taking care of the tall grass, the short grass, and everything like that. Got, if you don't mind, polish, medium, everything in between, we got it all. Exactly, man. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. Real quick, I do want to jump to the comments as usual. What's going on, Grace? Uh, SoCal Lawn and Order, Super TA, Pacific Northwest, uh, Papa Mo's Low, Striper Man. What's going on, Striper Man? Pacific Northwest Lawns, The Lawn Junkie. What's up, Lawn Junkie? Lawn Whisperer, what's going on, man? <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm right here. <laughs> uh, who else we got up in here? On the Lawn Training, Bermuda Brian, Jonathan Pierce, M. Scott, Lawn Engineer. Oh, man, we got a full house tonight. Andy's Lawn Care and Outdoor Adventures. What's going on, Andy? How you doing, man? A lot of familiar so faces here. I love it. Yeah, around the house with Pat. It's awesome, man. It's like a family, dude. You know, over the few weeks, uh, we kind of uh, assembled our own little gathering here that kind of makes up for the lack of social in interaction that we have because of the current huh. situation. I love it. Yeah. Hey, Ron Henry, what's up, Ron? <laughs> Bermuda Brian, what's going on? So what you, what you been up to today, Justin? Oh, man, a uh, big Saturday. Uh, went to Home Depot, maybe get some get some wallpaper. I don't know if we have enough time. We, uh, I've been doing flooring. I've been putting in flooring in uh, my kid's bathroom because, you know, what better time when you have a kid's birthday party coming up this next week and what better time to say, hey, we need to put new flooring in. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Man, talk about last minute, dude, kind of like with this podcast. We're scrambling <laughs> together to try to get things done. Yeah, but it always works out in the end, so you got to love it. It does, even if we're a few minutes late. That's all right, man. I think they'll forgive us. But, uh, dude, when it comes to flooring, man, trust me, I did my own laminate flooring in one part of my house over there by my bar. Let me tell you, there was no worse experience I've ever had than flooring. And, and mudding my garage, too. Mudding my garage was, like, one of the worst experiences. But that and flooring, dude, are, like, the two worst things. Mudding your garage? What is that? So when I was finishing my garage, I had all my drywall and it was tape, uh, but it wasn't finished. So I had oh, to mud okay. it before I painted it with the, okay. with the, I'm picturing the floor and I'm thinking like some fancy, like mud style floor. And I'm like, what is that? I got to figure, I got to know what that is. Oh man. No, I'm not one of those guys, fancy guys that got like a salt cave in his house. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll leave it, Brett. Hey, we got the neighbor dominator up in here. What's going on neighbor dominator? How you feeling, buddy? What's up, Clint? Nice to see you, Clint. <laughs> so uh, what kind of flooring did you do in there, man? Uh, vinyl plank flooring. Yeah. Yeah? 
No plank. It, it's yeah. actually really easy to do. I mean, if I can do it, I think anybody could do it. But uh, it, it's super easy. You don't need any fancy tools. I cut it with a uh, like a box cutter or a, like a straight knife. It it super easy. Just snaps in half. Yeah, can't beat it. Yeah, that that's kind of how the laminate flooring was, man. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, real quick, Justin, I know that all the guys that are watching this podcast probably know who you are, but for the people that have been watching you for a long time, do you mind, you know, telling the viewers, you know, exactly, you know, a little bit about yourself, like your school, your ho- hobbies, where you went to school, things like that? Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know me or know I'm Adam in Indiana, um, so I'm in the Midwest, I, I'm in Bloomington, Indiana, and I have lived here my entire life. I don't plan on ever leaving because I love it here. Um, but yeah, I went to IU, so Indiana University. I'm a Hoosier, and I am a firefighter, um, and so that's what I do full-time. I have a lawn care business that I do on the side um, because... You know, I work 24 hours on, 48 hours off, and so the, the fire thing is kind of just perfect to have a side gig. And so I, I've been doing lawns for a few years, and then I, I take care of my own lawn as well. And then I also have two girls. I got a wife. My wife and I have known each other almost our entire lives. We grew up about a mile apart, met when we were probably like, honestly, we say five, but we probably met when we were like two or younger because. My older sister and my wife's older sister were friends. My older brother and her older brother played baseball and basketball together. So, yeah, that's kind of my my life story in a nutshell. And here I am talking to you. (laughs) It's funny how the world works, man. You know, I always say those people that that you know from when you were young, those are like your real friends. You know, like people people come and go and, you know, you'll have friends today, but you won't have them tomorrow. But those people that, like, you've known since you've been, like, five years old, ten years old, those are the people that actually, like, stick around. And, you know, honestly, it's sad to say, but there's only – I could count on my hand how many people those are. So you're very lucky, and, you know, I'm happy for you guys, man, that you guys known each other. And Yeah, yeah. so she was – we were best friends in high school, never dated um, until after college. It's one of those things that – so I actually asked her out when we were in college, and she laughed at me and told me no. Uh, (laughs) But she knew she wanted to go out with you. Oh, yeah. She knew all along. Yeah. Man. Dude, that's did. how they bait us, man. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I, I, t- I keep telling her I'm going to write a book uh, called How to Beat the Crap Out of the Friend Zone. <laughs> man, maybe, well, not anymore, but maybe you could have gave me some pointers on that, man, because let's just <laughs> say I was a little bit too much of a friend back in high school. Yeah, got, got in the friend <laughs> zone a little bit, yeah. I hear yeah. you. Yeah, but, you know, then I snapped out, got my swag back, and uh, let's just say it was just business, baby, after that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, Lake House Lawn Care, he's got a funny question. (laughs) You want to answer that question, Justin? Is it true that you'll be on the cover? I've already shot my my cover shoot. Um, And then and Don's Lawns is actually in here now. He's going to be somewhere in there, maybe March, May. Because um, if those of you who don't know, Don's Lawns is actually going through the Fire Academy now in Corpus Christi, Texas. So congrats, Don. congratulations, Don. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, what, what's going on, by the way, Don? Thanks for stopping by, dude. Uh, dude, that's totally awesome, man. I I already know that you firemen because back in the day when I was in high school, I used to work at a bank, and there was a fire station right next to it. 
And they would always come by like uh, on their break and things like that and do their deposits and, and things like that. And they were always so happy, man. They used to come in like as a clan and they'd be laughing and joking and like, you know, everything. I was, oh, like, yeah. man. I was like, man, dude, these guys are, are having a good old time, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it is a fun career, man. I tell you what, I, I wake up every morning that I am on shift. I wake up and I'm happy like and excited to go to work. Um, which my job before that I had a desk job and I dreaded it. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, it's like, it's like my second family. I mean, I spend a third of my life at the fire station with the guys. And so you, you kind of have to love it, but really I do. I, I love being around the guys and it's just a great, great job. Dude, it's like hanging out with your homies all day. Plus you get to save lives. What's better oh, than yeah. that? And the ladies love you too. Not that that matters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hey, uh, over here, we got a question from uh, Andy's Long Care. Uh, this is a good question, actually, and I'm glad he asked it because we were going to, you know, delve into this a little bit later in the live stream. But, Justin, do you prefer tall grass or short grass? Now that you've had experience to both of them, what would you say? I know the answer personally, well, yeah. but let's entertain uh, the people. That, it's honestly, <laughs> in my opinion, it's a tough question to answer. Uh, and, and I could probably talk for an hour on this exact question and, and go around and around on it. Um, I, I want a full season with the low cut turf because I kind of got it at the fall and, and I, I really, I could go probably three or four days without cutting it and I would be fine. And I think in the springtime, that's going to be complete opposite. Like I'm going to have to keep up with it. And, and my time is very limited. I'm, I'm, everyone's time is very limited. I'm not saying that I have a special circumstance and I'm busier than anybody else, but, uh, I I will let you know. I would love to answer that question after the spring, whenever I've had a, a you know two or three months of growing season to try and keep up with it. In terms of the other aspect, like not to take out of the time commitment and just looking at it, feeling it, it it's hard to say, but that it's hard to beat that low cut turf. Um, there's a reason why everybody is doing it. it. It just, it feels fantastic. It looks fantastic. People will drive by my house and people drive, drove by my house before and looked at my grass and they would slow down or they would say like, Oh, your grass looks awesome. But I have had people stop and get out of their car and come and feel the low cut grass. And that's just how good it looks because it looks fake. Um, that being said, I, I I don't think that I could commit a f entire yard to low cut turf because I do have a, a soft spot for the tall cut turf because those those are my roots. Um, but even then, I don't really cut tall. I mean, my tall fescue in my front yard is two and a quarter inches, which to a lot of people is short. So um, I don't know. It, it's I, I get to have the best of both worlds, I guess. Yeah, you and Ryan Norman, man, short up front and uh, long in the back, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a mullet. Opposite of, yeah, no, that's that'd be a lawn mullet. Yeah, uh, you know what? And uh, I'm the same way, man. Uh, that's that's how I do it, and uh, the best of both worlds. But I will definitely say this to you, Andy. When it comes to the shortcut lawn, I know you watch all the channels. You know, like Connor and Ryan and everyone. They got the shortcut lawn. It looks awesome. But when you actually pull it off yourself and you actually see it in person, it's a completely different story. You're just going to fall in love with it. It's like kind of surreal just looking at your lawn and seeing it so short. Because, Andy, I know you live pretty close to me here in Chicago, and you don't see that anywhere around here. I mean, all around here is like the tall contractor fescue lawns. You don't see the shortcut lawns. And when you can pull it off in these conditions, you know, it does get pretty hot around here. So you definitely have to water it more around here in Chicago. But 
mm-hmm. just seeing it in person is, is just like something totally different and you'll be hooked if you do it but that's not to say that tall grass is bad either because uh i think that's how we all got into lawn care was perfecting our tall ones yeah yeah no it's i will say it's fun i mean gra- cutting grass and, and doing all the stuff that we do whether you're doing it tall or doing it short it's just fun in general um and and sitting there at the edge of the driveway looking at your grass after you cut it and striped it no matter what you have is awesome but there's there is something about that low cut grass that is just it's just it's just fun like i don't know it's hard to explain until you actually do it yeah and it becomes a hobby and don't think that it's easy to have shortcut grass either because it is not easy to have it and make it look good so I think one of the things that makes it super fun is the fact that it's not going to look good right away when you take your grass down. Uh, I mean, when you take your grass down that low, it's going to be, you know, there's going to be stalks and it's going to be yellowed and it's not going to look good. But then you have that adventure to try to get it, you know, to look good, which that's a whole nother adventure that could take, you know, a half a season or a full season just to get it where you want it. So, you know, that's part of the process, too. It's kind of taking lawn care, which having tall grass is fairly easy to have a nice tall grass lawn. But when you have a shortcut lawn, it's super it's kind of hard, you know. So mm-hmm. that that just opens up a whole nother uh, door of opportunities to try to perfect your lawn game. Yeah. And I do want to say um, I know we might talk about this later on, so I don't want to get too much into it now. But uh, for those who are kind of scared, who want to go low and are kind of scared, um, I'd say just do it, you know, like, like I thought I had the, had to have the most perfectly level lawn, um, and, and have no dips and have no bumps or anything like that. And it had to be like completely graded, like level and flat. And that's just not the case at all. Um, my lawn, even though I sand leveled it, it is super bumpy, um, super rough. And I, I obviously I'm, I'm using a, pretty awesome machine with the Greensmaster 1600 but uh it, i don't scalp anywhere on my lawn cutting at three quarters of an inch my lawn if you could see my side yard a lot of people don't know but my side yard is probably like 30 degrees at the bottom of it like it, it's pretty steep um and you know the Greensmaster handles it just fine and, and so uh if there's anything holding somebody back from doing it it's not for everybody i will say that because there is a time commitment there, but just just do it. Whatever you want to do, it's just grass. Just do it. Try it. See how it works. It'll grow back. I totally agree 100%. And uh, Bermuda Brian asked a question that I think we're all wondering, Justin. Yeah. What's the status on your new piece of property? Oh, yeah. So new piece of property. So um, <clears throat> we, we have a house plan that we want, uh, that we know we want. Um, and we're going to we're in the process of going to be getting some blueprints made in the next week or so, hopefully. Um, and it's just finalizing when we're going to start the build, um, which probably won't be till summer because things are all pretty far behind and lumber prices are pretty crazy and all that stuff. So hopefully pretty soon that'll all kind of neutralize and go back to normal. Um, but for now, um, in terms of me and what I can do, is I need to go down and start clearing out some trees and get the the site ready for uh, digging for the basement and all that. So, yeah, pretty exciting. So uh, that I, I saw that piece of property you have. It's like mostly like wooded area, right? Is that yeah? Is that what I saw? So, 
So it's 2.75 acres or something like that, um, just under three acres. Most, it's pretty much all woods. Um, and so my plan with it is to have, I want to have about 20,000 square feet of, of grass, of lawn. Um, and so I'm going to clear out trees um, further than what would be 20,000 square feet because I've got to get that sunlight in there. Um, and so then I'll put the house in the middle of it, have grass around it, and then I'll do some sort of border around the lawn to separate the lawn from the woods because I'm kind of OCD. And so if my lawn, nice lawn goes straight into woods, it'll kind of bug the crap out of me. And so I need like trees or like landscaping of some sort to border the, the grass. Yeah, Nice, man. Uh, that's awesome, dude, that you picked up that piece of property because I'm looking at your neighborhood that you have in your video, in your videos, like uh, looking at where you live now, and it looks pretty similar to the neighborhood I live in. You know, the neighbors are kind of directly next to you. Yeah. And like a big dream of mine is to just, and I was talking to you this about this before, a big dream of mine is to move out like somewhere that's like semi secluded. I don't yeah. want to have any neighbors around me. Not so much that I don't like my neighbors or anything like that, but just like I don't want to look out my bedroom window and just see my neighbor's bedroom window, you know? Like right. that. I don't like that. No, I hear you. So so it's kind of funny because I grew up on, I think, six acres my parents own. Uh, my brother now owns 30 acres. My sister and her husband live on 15 acres. Um, I never lived in a neighborhood growing up. And so like riding bikes and stuff around a neighborhood didn't exist. Like we rode four wheelers and dirt bikes and I rode a bike on my road, but it was, you know, we were out in the middle of nowhere. And so, uh, when we bought this house, um, and we brought like my brother over to show him, he was like, this is where you're living. Like he just couldn't understand that we wanted to live in a neighborhood, which we just, we wanted to live in a neighborhood to, for the kids and test that out. And I think we kind of, we got that out of our system and now we want to go out to uh, a little more secluded. I want to be able to walk out my back door and, and sorry if this disturbs anybody, but I want to be able to pee in my backyard and not have to worry about if people see me or something, you know, that's, that was my goal with where I wanted to live. Uh, yeah. so just wanted to kind of have my own little slice where I could go in the backyard and do something and nobody could, you know, be looking out their window and be like, Oh, what's he doing now? Uh, you know, neighbor dominator brought up a very good point, man. He said, if you don't have neighbors, who's going to admire your nice lawn? Well, don't forget neighbor dominator. He does have quite the following on YouTube. Uh, but you know, you, even though we have our YouTube channels, we still want to stick out in the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh. <laughs> That I will I will miss that aspect of people walking by um, and, you know, pointing out the lawn, even, the, you know, I don't know. It, there is something to that, and I love that, but I think just in terms of, like, for my family and my girls growing up out there, I think it'll, it'll just be awesome for them. <laughs> Kyle said nothing better than taking a leak in the backyard. Dude, that would be awesome, man. Then we don't have to True. wake up in the middle of the night and take a leak in the toilet with the lights off. <laughs> just step step out on the back porch huh <laughs> yeah exactly man then we don't have to worry about any mess you know <laughs> i hear you i hear you that's that that is the ultimate goal oh man dude that's funny man uh so so your your property now that it's wooded are you gonna have to like extract a lot of trees and things like that or how does so, it luckily there's not a bunch of like big trees it's all fairly small um you know, no hardwoods or anything. That, that's what she said. Uh, so yeah, not a lot of hardwood, not a lot of hardwood, a lot of small stuff. Um, and so honestly, most of it, <laughs> honestly, most of it, I'll probably just cut up and, and put in a burn pile and 
have a big bonfire one night or something. Hey, uh, don't tell me that you're going to pull a, a Brett and Allen, man, and try to grade the whole property yourself. I probably will. I, I probably will be grading. Uh, I'll probably have a Bobcat because I know somebody who has one, and I'll probably Harley rake it to get all the junk out, and then I'll probably grade it myself. So my plan is as soon as the house is done, like to where they're bringing in heavy equipment and stuff, I'm going to uh, Harley rake it and grade it, and then I'm going to put in irrigation. And then, uh, you know, bring in like a little, like thin layer of good topsoil or compost or something to kind of level it out and bring some good stuff. And then I'll seed it. Nice, man. All yeah. right. So that leads me into my next thing. Number, number one, what exactly type of grass do you have now in your house? And is there anything specific that you would change for your new piece of property? Uh, so front yard is, uh, Turf type tall fescue. It's it's Pete's GCI tall fescue blend. That was what my entire lawn was. And then um, since doing a renovation this fall, my backyard is now Pete's Kentucky bluegrass blend. Um, and then the side yard, I kind of sourced out some different seed. And so I've got uh, three varieties of bluegrass. I've got Mazama, Blue Bank, and Legend Kentucky bluegrass. Oh, Legend. Man, those are all awesome. Yeah. And then uh, then I've got. Uh, evening shade perennial ryegrass evening shade is the darkest variety of ryegrass that i could find on intep uh, oh, okay actually i think there might have been two more darker ones but i couldn't find them for sale anywhere i think that's what the issue was yeah. um but no it, it's it's very it's a very awesome blend um it, it it's gonna look pretty good i think so would you keep when you start over in your new piece of property what seed are you going to use that's a, I honestly, I, I have like nightmares about this because, because there's so many options and, uh, I, you know, I think thinking about doing like I did here and doing different blends or different seeds in different sections. But at the same time, I also kind of just want to do one over the whole thing. Um, and so I've been, I've been going back and forth. I, I would, I kind of want to try the Baron Brug RPR and, um, turf blue pro of maybe like 80 Eighty percent of the turf blue pro, which is their bluegrass, and then twenty percent of the perennial rye. Um, Everybody's I, been talking up uh, the the RPR man, like bread and Roz, and everyone is saying it's the best. And like, I'm really yeah, tempted to try it. Out. I've used it. I've seeded it. I seeded. Um, I have a video, and I'm I'm probably going to do it and post it in the spring because I want to get a follow up to the spring. But I seeded my. Uh, uncle's yard from scratch. I did a renovation on it with that exact mix. It's 80-20 of the Baron Brug stuff, uh, and it looks really good. I will say the RPR, if somebody were to ask me what I think who has the nicest lawn um, that I've ever seen, it would be, hate to give him credit because I do not like giving this guy credit, but Brett <laughs> RPR lawn from Utah was honestly the best lawn i've ever seen and ever felt it's the softest grass i've ever felt yeah i know and you were there physically in person uh, yeah. to actually see it uh over here uh, i do want to say what's up to vince the longineer i see him in the comments he said he's gonna mow his dormant prg pg pgr man i always get those two confused prg and pgr <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to mow my PRG to get some stripes to sell his house. So you're not the only one moving. Oh, uh, you're gotcha. not the only one moving, man. Vince, the Longineer, is going to be moving too here pretty soon. I wonder I was... if, he's, uh, if he's upgrading to a bigger property or just a bigger, different house or what? 
I'm not sure, but his perennial ryegrass that he got over there at his house is awesome, man. He he entered that uh, sip lawn solutions contest, and uh, I oh. know that he did good on that. And and uh, he's got he's definitely got a nice lawn. And then also over here, the neighbor dominator. I want to give a shout out to his SS nine thousand blend. I know that's what Ryan Nor uses in his lawn. Have you ever tried out that seed? Uh, I have not. Nope, I, I have not. I know. Yeah, that's what Ryan uses, and I don't. I know Clint just did a renovation on his lawn with that. So yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I was looking at Clint's lawn, man. It's coming in real good. You know, I did a hundred percent midnight Kentucky bluegrass, and I was a little naive in the beginning, thinking it was going to fill in by the time the season ended. But uh, plot twist, it didn't fill fully in. <laughs> right, I'm telling you, the ryegrass makes such a big difference. It does. Hopefully Honestly, I would tell I would tell people after going through it with the bluegrass and the ryegrass, I would tell people to at least put ten percent ryegrass in with your mixture with your bluegrass to get it to come up and kind of fill in, and then eventually, most likely, that bluegrass is going to spread and take over it anyway. So that's just my little tidbit, I guess. And you know, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. But uh, you know, I just wanted to say, man, I got a hundred percent monosome. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, no, you know, I hear, I, there's I, something about it. There is. I, I and I, I talked to my neighbor about that too. My neighbor down the street, he was in a video mine. Um, he had a hundred percent blue bank lawn, um, and he went through the same issue. And he needed to overseed. And I was like, dude, just throw ryegrass down. And he was like, but I, I love saying that I have a hundred percent, you know, motto stand of this right here. And I was like, I get it, but you know, not to mention, I don't know if you know, but blue bank is the most elitist of the elite Kentucky bluegrasses out right now. Um, and super TA has a hundred percent blue bank lawn. I don't know if you've seen his lawn on his YouTube channel, but it is looking mint. Let me tell you. I actually don't know if I knew super TA had a YouTube channel. I guess I need to check that out. Yeah. He has a YouTube channel where he kind of does like photo slides and things like that okay he kind of yeah yeah check out his channel man his blue bank honestly to me it looks like his blue bank renovation is coming in like very well i don't even see any any bare areas on there that's awesome so uh, my front section i have like a 200 square foot little strip and i just did um legend kentucky bluegrass for mountain view seeds and if i were to take one grass seed right now from my lawn and plant an entire lawn with it that's what i would choose legend huh uh, legend is yeah. that from seed superstore it, no it's from uh, mountain view seed so so mountain view seed sells a blend called the 365 ss blend um and that is what they have on like uh the red Sox baseball field so the finway has it i i want to say like the minnesota vikings maybe there's several sports teams that that's what the that's what they use um and it's awesome it is it is very it's soft i mean it's honestly it, it seems like ryegrass like it, it stripes well um so yeah that's what i would choose i think right now uh yeah man you know uh, there's like so many different options that we have to choose from and i'm excited you know for the upcoming seasons to go ahead and try uh everything real quick i do want to give a shout out to nate moore Thank you so much for stopping by, Nate Moore. He said, I love your show. It's awesome to learn more about my favorite peoples to watch on YouTube. And, you know, that's the whole point. You know, when it comes to these live streams, we try to make it as interactive as possible. Lawn Whisperer also has a live stream where he's always talking to his audience, you know, directly. And uh, uh, the Lawn Guardian has an awesome live stream. And the simple fact that we could chill here among each other and actually talk to you guys and kind of get to know you on a little bit more of an intellectual level. That's honestly what means a lot. So thanks for stopping by, Nate. We really appreciate it. 
Lake House Lawn Care is trying to call me out so the Vikings have turf. They do. They have they have an indoor stadium, don't they? Somebody, it's somebody. Like, I don't know who it is. You don't have to come on here and call me out. I don't know who it is. Dude, just let them ride, man. Yeah. Uh, it's the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers. It's yeah, one of those somebody, people. Somebody has it. <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got up in here. Oh, Washington Nationals has the 365 SS. Oh, that's cool. It is, it is a nice blend. So the thing about the... 365 SS and then like the Baron Brug stuff, it's it, it's much better with like disease and drought tolerance and foot traffic and all that stuff. So like my golf course here that um, just opened up, they use pretty much all Baron Brug seed throughout the entire course um, just because it does so well with heat and drought. I, I remember reading on their label, on the Baron Brug label, it, it says specifically developed to handle like wear and tear on, on turf. So yeah. Uh, neighbor dominator. He mentioned, Justin, you need to do that podcast. Yeah. What's going on with that, man? I, I heard you're, you're starting like a lawn talk or something. Can you tell us a well, little bit about so, that? Well, so I have a, I guess I have a podcast called lawn talk. Um, so last year about this time, actually, maybe around March. So right before the season kicked <laughs> off, um, I've recorded a few episodes. Um, but that's around the time that the whole COVID thing kind of took off. And so being a firefighter in the EMT, <laughs> I started working more shifts and um, it just was not a priority to me at all at the time. And so it just kind of fell behind and started making more videos for the YouTube channel and just completely got lost on the Lawn Talk podcast. So uh, now I am planning to pick it back up, kind of want to go all in on it. And usually basically kind of like this, kind of, you know, invite people on on talk um to people about grass not about grass but also just kind of to supplement my videos on on the youtube channel because you know i mean you know how it is i mean you make a five to eight minute video you can't say everything you want to say in a video or people won't watch because it'll be boring and so (laughs) i don't want to just come on here and or go on my podcast which it won't be live it'll be pre-recorded and it'll just be uploaded um to you know apple or itunes and and spotify all that stuff um, but just kind of supplement the videos i guess and you know i agree with you 100 percent, justin because when it comes to our videos you know we also have to think about engagement too you know there's a lot of things we want to say to the audience but we don't because we have to keep our engagement levels you know at a certain point otherwise nobody will see the videos so the simple fact that we could come on here do a podcast interact with our audience and, you know, be able to talk to you guys, you know, you know, more one-on-one, tete-a-tete, you know, should I say. Uh, I mean, that that's awesome. You know, and these live streams, they won't get as many views as our regular videos. And that's totally all right. Because yeah. the people that are here, you know, they, they, you know, they're really about this life. And they really like hanging out with us. So that, that to me, there's nothing better than that. Oh, yeah. There is nothing. I mean, before I started doing videos... Um, you know, I was still really into my lawn and I didn't really have anybody to talk to about it. Cause no one, no one that I was around cared about grass, you know? And so I think it's cool to be able to come on here and talk about something like grass and get so into it. Um, and have people sitting here watching and listening who, you know, when I say something about fescue, they're like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, whereas if I leave here and go try to talk to my wife about grass, she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, over here, Super TA said he's shocked that Justin didn't know him. 
Uh, no, trust me, Super TA. Justin knows you. He he probably just didn't know that you had a channel. Yeah, I know who you are. I just I I didn't know that you had any videos, so I'll have to go and and subscribe and and check them out. Hey, we all know you, Super TA man. <laughs> ain't no hiding. Ain't no hiding from us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So, uh, Justin, so you're you're a firefighter. You started YouTube. Like, how long has it been since you started YouTube? Uh, I just. It's been two full seasons, so it would be spring of 2019 was when I posted my first video. So this will be my third season on YouTube. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome, man. How how are you enjoying the, the YouTube life? Because I'm new too, man, and I got to say it's a ton of fun. YouTube is fun, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I first started, so I, I posted my first video, actually, it would have been 2017. Um, it was a different channel. And I posted one video and it was just me mowing stripes in my lawn and I quit uploading because I like got real self-conscious about it. Um, well, like what people were saying, like my friends were like, thought it was stupid or not my friends, but like people thought it was stupid or whatever. And so I just quit making videos and then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to pick the camera back up and I'm going to talk to it. And the videos were terrible. Like my first few videos, everyone's first videos are, are awful. And that's what I think is really cool about this. It's like you progress and you can like see people progress. And so like if, if any of you want to do a YouTube channel, which it doesn't even have to be lawn care related, just do it. Like pick up the camera and just start filming something. And then you will just grow into whatever you're meant to be for that space. Like it could be lawn care. It could be something else, but that would just be my advice. If anyone is considering doing a YouTube channel, but they're just not quite sure, just do it. You won't regret it. As our good buddy from think media, Sean Cannell says, punch fear in the face and press record. Press record. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that guy's like running a cult over there or something. I swear, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, Every I like time what? I turn on YouTube, I see his videos. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, YouTube has been a lot of fun and I like how you mentioned you could see people progress through the videos. Cause my first video that I made about T-Jet nozzles was literally my wife with the phone holding it, recording me for like six minutes straight talking about a little T-Jet nozzle. And like, <laughs> it was all done in one take. Wow, <laughs> we were that, using, that's actually really impressive. Yeah. We were using, uh, yeah. If you watch them and like, there's not one cut in the whole video. Uh, there was, we were using the microphone from the camera. <laughs> there was no special microphone and, uh, and, and, you know, it's cool, man. In just a few months, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to my own horn or anything, but I feel like I've grown personally as yeah. a YouTuber, you know, since then. And, and the same thing will happen to everybody, including you, Justin, and anybody else here who's a creator. I've seen a lot of them grow. I've been watching Ron Henry for a long time. I mean, I mean look at Ron, man. He started yeah, off Ron recording awesome. videos on his phone, phone, and now this guy's got like a cinema camera he's recording things with. That guy's got like <laughs> the coolest camera. He's got two like cinema cameras. Like they're awesome. Yeah. I've got, so it's really funny you mentioned like recording on your phone. Like I, my first several videos were with my old iPhone. I don't know what, iPhone 6 maybe. Um, and my wife's pink selfie stick we got from the gas station for like two dollars um and so i used it I, I would take a chair out my lawn and i would set the chair up and i would set the selfie stick up against the back of the chair and angle the camera so i could like i didn't have a tripod or anything um and, and 
You said I'm actually really impressed that you said your first video was all one take because I my first video I my opening line I, I probably recorded 25 times. <laughs> I just I could not get out what I wanted to say, um, and I, I just was so nervous. Yeah, and it, it's just funny to go and I'll occasionally get comments on that first video and I'll go back and I'll, you know, go read them and I'll click on the video and that opening line will pop up and I'll just cringe because I just can't even, I, I just can't even listen to it. But it's, it is cool to see how you progress. And so now, you know, you move up to things like, you know, I know you're not a big Canon M50 guy, but my Canon M50 here, uh, and so just got a new wide angle lens on this actually. I haven't used it yet, but I'm pretty Is that the 10 to 18? Uh, the 11 to 22. Ooh, nice. Um, and then I threw an ND filter on here, which is, I'm pretty excited about that as well. You're going to get uh, some yeah. of that bokeh, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's just, it's cool to see people expand and grow and, and you, even if your channel doesn't take off like you want it to, um, you grow as a person and you, you just, I don't know. It's just really cool. Yeah, and what I'm noticing about, you know, making videos and things like that, getting a lot of views has a lot to do with, like, posting the right video at the right time, you know, mm -hmm. when people are searching for it. And, uh, you know, not only do you have to have good content, you have to have a good thumbnail, you have to have engaging content, you have to have the right video that people are searching for. And there's just so many things that go into it, you know. Real quick, I want to give a shout-out to Brett's Grass Capates. <laughs> Thank you for joining the chat, Brett. Good to see you. I don't know if you saw Brett's new setup, man. You guys are going to have some some nice cinematic footage coming from Brett here pretty soon. Hopefully, I didn't spill the beans for you, Brett, but uh, he did. He got a serious upgrade here pretty soon. Big money spender right there. Yeah, man. You know, uh, it's that new job he's got, man. He's a he's a director of uh, what is he? The assistant director of the of operations. <laughs> Something, some sort of logistics guy. <laughs> nice man nobody really knows exactly what brett does <laughs> no he just it's one of those things just don't worry about it <laughs> yeah exactly man. <laughs> uh let's see uh, pacific northwest said he he made 37 videos already and he still gets nervous so here's the thing justin you remember how you said you filmed the opening sequence of your video like 25 times the one thing that i've noticed about making uh -huh. video the one thing i've noticed about making videos up until now is that the videos where you're not perfect actually turn out to be the best. The, yeah, the, the videos that I don't care as much about, like, you know, I mean, that's, that's bad to say. I should care about every video, but there are some videos I'm like, ah, I'm going to go out and film, and I just go out and wing it and do it, and I, I feel like those turn out the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. And if you mess up a little bit, I mean, just say you, me you messed up on camera and, you know, make it like a, like a little cute little thing and and it turns out pretty cool at least what i've noticed yeah hey, i do want to give a super special shout out to left tool that's cool good to see you buddy thank you so much for joining the live stream he said he's having movie night with the wife i'm missing it unfortunately oh no, this is more important <laughs> turn this on the big screen and your wife will love it come on man me and justin are streaming in 4k right now man this is the cinematic experience of a lifetime left tool <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, what movie are you guys watching, man? Uh, hopefully not uh, from Kelly to Justin or whatever that movie is. Some rom-com. Rom-com? Oh, you got to love a good rom-com. Uh, well, you know, it, it depends uh, what my mood is, man. 
uh but yeah man so so what what specifically made you start like making videos justin i think we we all want to know what was the reason you started doing it I, I don't know honestly i just i i felt like i was missing out you know other people were filming and talking about their lawn and i felt like i was really good at taking care of my lawn and i knew a bunch of stuff about taking care of my lawn and i love i love researching stuff um and just always expanding my own knowledge and so i knew just taking care of my lawn documenting it um, it would just push me to continue to grow and learn and, and be able to connect with other people um, and so yeah that's just I, I just really wanted to be a part of the lawn community in that way um, and, and i think the lawn community even you know to to me two years seems like nothing um, to some people who are just starting it's like oh he's been doing it for two years that's a long time but really since i started the lawn community has blown up um, and it just continues to grow and i think it's awesome yeah man and that's the thing about youtube i don't know if you feel the same way i do justin but i feel like time passes by super fast when you're making youtube videos <laughs> <laughs> it really does like <laughs> Like I last year, I remember before the season, I had kind of planned out like, hey, I want to make a video on this, this and this and this. And then I get halfway through the season. And I'm like, oh, I haven't even made half these videos yet. And, you know, the time has passed for some of them. And it, it does. I, I, I agree with you. It, it does. It seems like it goes for it goes really fast. Yeah. My wife was just looking at my channel the other day. She's like, what? You've made already 52 videos. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's uh, it's crazy, man, where the time goes. You know, they say that, like, this current year that we're living will be the fastest year. So every year of your life will be the fastest year. And I definitely feel like this last year has been like that, Yeah. especially with the COVID and everything like that. You know, we're stuck in our houses and we kind of get in these daily routines. And it's like before you know it, it's already nighttime, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Like. I I was downstairs earlier when I was doing flooring, cut a piece of flooring, it was light out, went upstairs, put it out, and went back downstairs, and it was completely dark out. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> so, uh, so Justin, I wanted to ask you, man, I, I know that you're going to start the the whole excavation process of your, your new property. Is that going to start in spring 2021? Uh, yeah, it will start as soon as my dad is available to help me. <laughs> Gotta love the parents help, right? Oh man? yeah. My, my dad is the best. He, he, uh, would do anything for anybody. And so anytime there is work to be done, he is all about it, all about jumping in and helping. So he's actually helping my brother right now build a big pole barn on his property. Ooh. As soon as he's done with that, he's going to transition to, to helping me with my stuff. So. Uh, do you plan on having any type of like pole barn type thing on your property or not? I do. I uh, it'll be a three car pole Ooh. barn. It'll be. I think it's gonna probably be forty four by thirty two. Oh man, that uh, is sweet, dude. With a, I think I'm gonna put it up a staircase for storage above the uh, or up at the in the attic. Are you um, going to so, insulate yeah, it? I'm, I'm looking forward to having that space. Probably, yeah. That is awesome, man. As you probably know, I'm a hardcore, like, garage fanatic, man. I, like, yeah. I finished my garage, and I, I, I love a nice garage. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say that. 
So I will t also tell you, I am planning, I'm probably planning the garage more than I'm planning in the house. Uh, but in the same way, I want a drain so I can wash my car in there. Uh, damn, the, dude, that is awesome, man. Uh, do you watch any detailing channels like Detail I do. Geek? Yeah, I who, do. Who yeah. do you watch? Uh, I really like Pan the Organizer. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's Pan the Organizer. The Organizer, yeah. Uh, so I like watching him. Um, <laughs> detail Geek's a good one. There, there are honestly, there's a lot of really good detail channels. Detail Geek is okay, man. I like his second channel more than his first channel. What's his second channel? Uh, De detail Geek too. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, his second channel, it's like more him explaining the process in real life. It's not so much like you're walking into a trance club for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You know how his videos are? Yeah. He's like, uh, so I'm using this uh, Bissell carpet extractor, and then it's like just like techno music for like <laughs> the whole episode. Yep. Uh, but his second one is a little bit more in-depth. But yeah, I love Pan the Organizer, and I love Matt Mormon from Obsessed Garage. Those are my two favorites. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. There's something very therapeutic about watching people detail a car. I mean, it's kind of like watching people mow their lawn, I guess. It's the same, same thing. And, you know, talking to the guys in the lawn forum Discord, I noticed that there's a trend between lawn care addicts and, like, detail addicts. So yeah. a lot of them are into, like, car detailing, too. And I was thinking about throwing a little bit of that on my channel, but I don't want to scare any of the, you know, the lawn people away, man. And, yeah, you know, it really is true that you have to niche down when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, cause you, you will. People will leave fast. It's crazy. But no, I, I kind of equate it to, you know, both lawn care and detailing something that you are physically doing something and you see a return quickly. Like, like lawn care is a long game, but I mean, you can do stuff to it that makes it look good immediately. Mowing it, edging it, spraying things like iron on it, you know, that's a fairly quick results. And, you know, detailing is the same thing. You know, you put, you put in work and then you, you see almost instant results and, so, yeah, you know, uh, Brett's grass capades. He mentioned a funny thing, man. He said that he missed his uh, Utah garage, <laughs> dude. If I was him, I would miss my Utah garage too, man. And like I said, I'm a hardcore garage junkie. And when I saw his garage, man, I was like, man, this looks like the loading dock of a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, his garage was pretty awesome. It's super deep bay. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah, yes. no, that's yeah. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh but yeah man uh so you're gonna have a three-car garage uh and you want to have a wash bay in there dude you got to make sure you get one of those mosmatic like pressure washer hose swivels that go on the ceiling where you could walk around your car that's pretty fancy it is man it's like seven grand but i'm telling yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's cool man i'm not gonna lie dude it's like a professional setup <laughs> that's like that's the cost of my stand on mower i want do you plan on uh, recording the finishing of your garage on your channel, or I am hoping to honestly do that. film as much as I can from the start of you know laying the groundwork on this house through the building process and the garage and then seating and everything. So, dude, I look forward to that, man. You know, because aside from lawn care, I really do like you know DIY home projects and things yeah. like that, and I think it kind of ties into what you were saying, man. Also, as lawn care addicts, you know, I feel like we're addicted to getting that dopamine rush, you know, that yeah. instant gratification of seeing something actually 
fixed, correct, and, you know, just the outcome. And even if you're finishing your garage or, you know, you're mudding the walls or whatever, I feel like your viewers will, will get a good feeling from that. Yeah. As long as you throw a little personality in there with it and yeah. Yeah. You got a nice personality, man. I feel like right. that. Okay. Huh? It's okay. It's all right, man. <laughs> no, you got a lot of office jokes and things like that, but you know, a lot of people like that, man. I saw somebody asking, are you going to download this new streaming service where you could watch the office continue to uh, watch it? That has been the biggest struggle for my wife and I the past week is that we can't put on Netflix and put on the office just as background noise like we usually do. That kills me. <laughs> I do not have the new streaming service. I, I was told they only have the first two seasons on there. Oh, really? That's true. I, I'm thinking I'm just going to buy the DVDs. Oh man, that's old school, dude. Not not the DVD. Sorry, not the DVD. The VHS digital digital the whatever. I don't know technology, but whatever it is, you download it under your computer. Hey, hey M Scott, M Scott brought up something funny. <laughs> he said, uh, uh, "What did he say?" I saw it over here. He said, uh, "We like stripes in our lawn." Do you guys also get a charge when you get those lines on the home carpet after vacuuming? It's funny you mentioned that, Scott, because at my job, we use this very basic vacuum. It's a bagged vacuum. It's a Hoover commercial-grade bagged vacuum. It's just like the most default-looking vacuum you can ever look. But let me tell you, it has the most suction power ever. And I liked it so much at my job that I ended up buying it for my house. And let me tell you, this thing leaves some nice vacuum lines in the, in the floor. How about you, Justin? <laughs> I have a... Well, I have a, a Roomba, which I can never run because we always have kids' toys laying on the ground. They're going to get sucked up. But I have <laughs> a, uh, I have, I don't even, Dyson? That's what it is, a Dyson. The, and, you uh, have not lived until you had one of those commercial vacuums, man. I mean, the suction power is so ridiculous on those. Suck, and you can get some. Uh, yeah, good suck job. yeah, it does a very good suck job, man. It's like suck the sucker of the year. But long story short, like it makes like these like awesome vacuum lines that kind of look like lawn stripes, to be honest. <laughs> nice. Hey, I want to give a shout out to my neighbor, Ashaz. What's going on, buddy? What's up, Josh? That's my neighbor next door. He has a YouTube channel where he's doing all sorts of funny stuff with his little friends, you know. So uh, I always yeah. like to support those guys. Is he into the lawn? <laughs> no, no. He's younger, man. He's like, uh, I think he just started high school. He just oh, there's started. never a better time to get into the lawn game. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, you know what? He sees me out there taking care of my lawn twenty four seven. I'm surprised that you know they don't want to learn more about lawns. Yeah. But, uh, who knows, man? Now that we're doing YouTube and everything, they might be more into it because you know the kids these days they're hardcore into the YouTube. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like my little cousins, <laughs> who are all like middle school or younger, watch my YouTube videos because they think it's cool. <laughs> hey by the way justin uh speaking uh, grace over here said you'll you'll be sleeping in the garage man is the greens master still in your wife's parking spot in the garage i had to move it i had to i actually had to move my zero turn for the winter to my parents house uh so i could have room for the greens master so that i could park my <laughs> wife's car in there because yes i would be sleeping in the garage with it if i didn't move it Oh, man. <laughs> uh, dude, speaking of the Greensmaster, man, so now that you started mowing low recently, 
uh like what has your experience been with it uh with the greens master yeah uh how do you like it on your piece of property uh well i will say my piece of property is not big enough for the greens master that's that's my first first thought um and there is some people are gonna hate on you for that you know that right that is perfectly i know brett will uh but and that is perfectly fine i think that is where the allets and the swordmans which i've never tried but um, that's where those things come into play, and I think there's a need and a market for those for people who have a lawn like mine um, who want to mow low because, um, like I said, my lawn is, is pretty steep on that side, and the Greensmaster handles it fine, but it would do way better with a machine like an Allet or a Swordman. Um, but that being said, uh, we got three acres to look forward to. can you imagine (laughs) Uh, you're gonna be like the new connor man with that piece of property uh there i will say like i said twenty thousand square feet is is pretty good for me um on grass and the rest of it is is for play um so i will i do plan on having a a, some sort of test plot somewhere in there um maybe five to ten thousand square feet um (laughs) But then I just I want to be able to do other stuff with my kids on it and not worry about taking care of the grass and and all that stuff. So all of it will hopefully be documented. Um, uh, you know, and I and I totally agree, man. When it comes to like the greens master, like my front lawn is like tiny, man. Like as soon as I engage the traction, like I gotta stop it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And that that brings me to my next point. I'm looking over here in the comments. I see the neighbor dominator said that the alley is where it's at. And uh, I'm actually excited, uh, Neighbor Dominator, because he's going to be on the podcast, on my new series, the 2020 Freshman Class. And I plan to learn more about the, the Allet because who knows, I may be in the market for an Allet or a Swordman coming up here pretty soon. Not that I don't like my Greensmaster, I love it, but, uh, you know, just mowing with it every single day uh, gets a bit much sometimes. So I would like to have a supplemental residential real mower that stripes nice. Uh, yeah. that, that's not my McLean, something else. Yeah. Um, they, uh, so my neighbor down the street, the guy with the blue bank, um, he has an Allet, um, Kensington 20 H. That's what it is. Uh, it is on the way. It should be delivered in the next week or two. Um, so I'm excited to get over there. I'm, I'm going to try to film the unboxing of him doing that and then, I would say, even though it's not growing season, we'll probably get out and mow it. So I'm going to try to film a video of it. When did he order that, Alec? Because I heard uh, it was that quarter. Probably three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Cool. So when he called an order, they had two of them on the way. And so he secured one of those. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, real quick, guys, if you guys are in the live stream and you haven't hit that like button, please make sure you hit that like button. It'll help us reach more people in the algorithm and uh, hopefully bring more people to the live stream in the future so we can all get to know each other a little bit more. Thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, so as far as like the Greensmaster, can you tell me a little bit about the one that you specifically have? Yeah, so mine is, I think it's a 95. I want to say it's a 95 to 98, I think, somewhere in there. Nice. Um, and so it's pretty old, but... No, that's not uh, old, man, compared to mine. <laughs> what is yours? Mine is an 89. Okay. So my neighbor, the guy who's getting the outlet, had a 1990 Greensmaster 1000. Oh, sweet. Uh, I mean, he sold it recently. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a 95 to a 98. Um, but it's honestly in really good shape. 
Um, I shined it up, cleaned it up. I plan on putting a grooved front roller on it before the springtime. And I'm going to do a little paint touch-up job um, on some of the stuff just because, like I said earlier, I'm kind of OCD with my equipment. And I want to keep it – got to keep it clean and shiny. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's really – it's it's a lot of fun. I would say for anybody who – even if you don't want to real mow, you should try to find somewhere or somebody who has one or – see if a golf course will let you just run one for like a minute just just to experience it because it is a ton of fun yeah it is your neighbor that had the 1990 greens master did he like it uh he he liked it um but he's in a situation like me where his lawn is not ideal for a greens mower his even less so than mine because his front yard is a complete slope from top to bottom um in his side yard. I mean, in his backyard is fairly flat, but he has like a play set and stuff back there. He's got to work around. So yeah, he decided to get rid of it and get the outlet. So we'll see how that goes, how that, that does. I, I don't know. I, I've never used an outlet before or a swordman for that matter. Yeah. I may, I may just be in the market myself. So, uh, I'm looking over here in the comments and I see that, uh, the Longineer said he gave up on his Jacobson. I didn't even know he had a Jacobson. Wait, was that the Longineer? Yeah, yeah. He said it was junk. Oh, man, dude, that sucks. Might get an outlet if the YouTube channel takes off. I've uh, never used a Jacobson either, but I, I've talked to Brett about it. I think he said to skip the uh, skip the Jake. Is that is that the consensus, Brett? Go straight for the Toro? Yeah, you know, I'm over here looking at Ron Henry. He said that maintenance is more expensive than the True Cut for the Toro. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly how much the maintenance is for the True Cut, but the one thing that I can tell you, Ron, is that the maintenance on the McLean is off the charts. A new reel for that thing is like five, 600 bucks. I can't even believe it, man. That's why, you know, the McLean is okay, man. It cuts all right. It doesn't, uh, it leaves okay stripes, you know, but it doesn't have that real roller on it. But, I mean, to buy parts for it is just ridiculous, dude. I mean, who's going to spend $600 on a new reel for that thing? Yeah, so Ron is talking about his slope, and I know I know Ron has a slope, but I don't know how big your slope is, but I'm talking like his front yard is like ten feet, like it's only it's very small. So like literally, by the time you turn around and just get going, you have to stop and turn around again. And that 1990, I don't know, may have needed new belts or something, but it was a pain to turn around. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention. Have you ever tried to go up a slope with the Greensmaster when the grass is like a little moist? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll just rip out your grass trying to go up the slope, uh, which kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's no fun ripping out your grass. Uh, I'm not sure how the the residential reel mowers would turn out, but uh, I'm interested to see how that would go. I mean, I know that the McLean has like the, the rubber wheels on it, so that'll kind of grip the ground pretty good, but... As far as, like, the outlet goes, do you know how the roller is on the outlet? Like, is it made of rubber, or how does that work? I honestly don't know. I really don't. I uh, I don't know. That's a, that's actually a really good question. I think the Swordman is metal because I think that's a complaint of people's is that it's it dents, maybe. dents very easily. Yeah. So, Justin, I wanted to ask you, now that we're talking about Greens Master and equipment and things like that, what is your favorite piece of equipment that you've acquired when it comes to lawn care? 
That is a, that's kind of a tough question. I've got some pretty nice pieces of equipment. I would honestly say my favorite piece of equipment is the, the thing that I probably use more than anything, and that is my Toro leaf blower. Oh, nice. I, I love that thing. If I honestly, I, I get comments, people say like people think that I just say I like something because I they think I they, I use it on the channel and people pay me to say that. I have never somebody paid, just disliked the video <laughs> because after because you said I that. Said that probably uh, haters, I really, I man. If, if anybody like has a use for a leaf blower just to blow off sidewalks, blow out your garage, get a battery powered leaf blower. It, it seriously is a game changer. I love having a battery powered leaf blower. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, you know, I, I saw an in depth review of the Toro leaf blower versus the Ego leaf blower. And the, mm -hmm. the Toro leaf blower actually kind of blew the Ego out of the water, which I'm surprised because I have the Ego blower, the 650 CFM, and that thing is powerful, man. So I can't even imagine how much more powerful the Toro can be. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I have both the Ego and the Toro, and I plan on doing, before the season hits, I, I plan on doing a review on them. Um, I will say I I do think the Ego has a little more power. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? And, and I think the Ego looks looks cooler just because of the colors of it. I, I think Ego <laughs> has cool colors. It's uh, like your colors. It, yeah, but in terms of use, um, and, and I, I want to, it's easier to demonstrate this instead of me talking about it, but the way the battery sits on the leaf blower, it's more ergonomically friendly. The Toro is because you don't have to, uh, like hold it up as much and you don't strain. Like I literally feel my arm get tired and I want to, I have to switch hands when I use the ego because of the way you have to hold the, the blower up. Um, and so for that, I give the advantage to the Toro on that one. So you would say it's a little bit more balanced, the Toro? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm going to have to try out the Toro one. I'm a big fan of the leaf blowers. Yeah. Do you ever use the blower to dry off your car when you're done washing it? All the time. I love that, man. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, uh, battery-powered tools have come so far. And even if you're not into getting a battery-powered mower, because I realize that's not for everybody, which if you had less than 5,000-square-foot lawn, I would say go battery mower all the way. Um Unless you're, I mean, that's for a rotary mower. Or you could get the outlet battery-powered real mower if you're into that. But, uh, like, as far as a weed eater and a blower goes, I'd say I'd say go battery all day. I'd say my favorite piece of equipment that I got this year is probably the Ego multi-head system. Yeah. I, yeah, I really... I have, I, have that, I have that as well. It's, it's very nice. <laughs> Do you have the landscape blade or no? Uh, the power rotary scissors? Yeah. That you're talking about i do yes yeah. i got those actually i got those like the day before the lawn tools visited oh nice man yeah dude the, the ego multi-head system is just phenomenal dude i mean I, first of all i love the string trimmer on it because mm -hmm. before that i had the ego srm 225 and that string trimmer just sucked man it used to bog down on me and like uh, i cleaned the carburetor and everything and like one minute it'd be overheating and like being super loud. The next minute it wouldn't start. And the simple fact, you know, with the, with the ego string trimmer, I mean, that thing is just, I mean, it's boss. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I have the echo PAS 225, which is the same thing. Yeah. Um, it just, the edger, I have the edge attachment. 
And people don't believe me when I tell them that the ego edger, so the edger attachment for that ego combi system, yeah. is more powerful and cuts better <laughs> than the echo gas-powered edger did. Uh, dude, I 100% believe that. Don't think yeah. just because it's ego and it's orange and it's all fancy that it's more powerful than the electric equipment. And uh, that's a simple testament that I have, man. I actually have facts to back that up because I had the Echo SRM225 when I first bought the power rotary scissors. And they wouldn't even power my landscape blade. Yeah. that Like the thing was overheating, man. It felt like it was going to blow up just trying to spin the, the, the landscape blade. Yeah, I think Jimmy had that issue too because he got the landscape blade and he ended up having to get the Milwaukee. I think he got the Milwaukee battery powered weed eater to put it on because he couldn't or didn't work with the Echo. You know, speaking of the Milwaukee equipment, man, I'm kind of curious to see how the performance is with their uh, like lawn equipment, and, you know, outdoor power equipment because I'm a big fan of like Milwaukee tools, you know, the 18 volt and the 12 volt lineup. And, mm -hmm. I, and I'm wondering, like, are there. Lawn tool is actually good, or I mean, I know that Jimmy has it, and I think Ryan Nor has it, but I never really heard anyone really talk about them hardcore. Uh, so we use Milwaukee tools on the fire trucks. Um, I, we, I've never, I used actually used Jimmy's landscape blade on his Milwaukee when I was in Utah, and it, it did it did well. I will say the blower, which I don't know if they have different levels and different powers of blowers, but the blower that we have on the fire truck, I would not, I mean, I'm comparing it to the tour <laughs> on the ego. I would not want to buy it for my house. Um, yeah. Unless you were just using it to blow out your garage or something like that. But if you're wanting to blow any sort of leaves and anything like that, then I would, I would skip that one. But yeah, real quick, I want to give a super special shout out to Sue Abu. That is my cousin, not to be confused with me, Suf. He's Sue. What's going on, Suhaib, man? Thanks for stopping by, dude. He's not into lawn care at all, but he's here showing the support. So much love <laughs> to you, bud. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining, Sue. Really appreciate it. So I, I see a question. Um, there's a debate on here, it looks like, about, about the PAS-225, the Echo that I uh, brought up. And I will say my two cents as a starter setup, I actually I like I actually liked having it, um, and I actually still use that for my lawn care business. Now, um, that being said, it, it is underpowered, I will say, and there are better setups out there for a homeowner. Though I still would recommend the Ego uh, Combi system over the Echo. Yeah, you know what? When it comes to the steel products, uh, I my edger that I use, I haven't gotten the edger attachment for the uh, Ego Power Head Plus setup yet. I'm still using my steel uh, FS edger or whatever it is. It's a steel. Mm -hmm. And uh, I absolutely, no, the FC56, that's what it's called. Uh, and I l absolutely love that edger. It, it does a good job cutting through sod. You can ask my cousin right here, Sue. I went to his house. He had edges growing over the side of his sidewalk for 15 years, man. He had me come over there, edge it. <laughs> that, uh, that steel unit just cut right through it, and he did a really good job. And, and yep. it did a really good job. So uh, I, never, I never had any issues with the steel equipment. So I'm sure that the combi units are great, too. Yeah, so Grace asked me if I think that a battery mower has the same cutting quality uh, uh, as the Time Master. Um, 
No, that's just going to be my, I'll just be up front with you. I don't, the Time Master is pretty awesome. I know some people say it's underpowered. Um, I like it. I, if maybe if you mow like way overgrown grass, it may be underpowered and bogged down. But it, if you keep up with your mowing, which I know you do, Grace, I know you do a great job. Uh, the, the Time Master is awesome and cuts very, very well. That being said, if you keep up with your lawn and you don't let it get out of hand, the Toro battery powered mower does a fantastic job as well. It's just, it just doesn't cut as well as the Time Master. Yeah. Uh, what would you say the Time Master is your favorite rotary mower? Uh, because I'm would, a yeah. I'm a hardcore Honda fanboy, just like the Long Guardian who I see is in the chat right now. <laughs> I um, would say so. Honestly, I I've been leaning more towards the the Toro 60 volt. I, I love that mower. I I really do. I I think that mower does a fantastic job, but. I would say if I, I mean, if I had to pick one, I would take the Time Master. I haven't tried the Time Master yet, but uh, who knows? Maybe this coming up season, I'll be trying it out. Yeah. Uh, Emilio, what's up, Emilio? Uh, hey, real quick, Justin, do you mind if we take uh, any phone calls? If anyone wants yeah, to call in, let's do it. All right. Uh, if anyone's interested in calling in, we put the, we put up the phone number. If you want to talk to me or Justin live, uh, this is your opportunity. But over here, uh, Andy's Outdoor Lawn Adventures, he said, you know, we're getting a lot of hate, man, for hating on the SRM225. I'm noticing in the comments. But that's all right, dude. Uh, he said he has the SRM225 and he really likes it and he doesn't have any issues with lack of power. Uh, you know, I, I had issues and I'll tell you this, Andy. Once you try the battery-powered stuff, you're, you're really going to like it, man. Uh, I think you'll like it a lot more. Uh, but you know what? Another thing, Andy, I think you you do commercial maintenance too, right? Of lawns, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. When it comes to commercial properties, I could definitely see why somebody would want gas powered equipment because, you know, you don't have to recharge batteries all the time, and you could refill it with gas, and you can do things like that. So that's awesome. For sure, I will say though, my I have taken my ego string trimmer out with me um, for the day. You know, mowing lawns for uh, my business, and one 2.5 amp hour battery lasted me all day. Now, granted, people have different trimming needs, um, but you can definitely do it and get it done. Hey, we have a phone call, Lawn Whisper. Okay. Welcome. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hey, George. It's Nathan. Oh, what's up, Nathan? What's up, Nate? How you doing, buddy? What's going on, buddy? What you up to? Oh, sitting here watching you guys for the last 75 minutes, but it's been I'm sorry. going by quick. Oh, man. What can you <laughs> say, man? Time flies when you're having fun, right? Uh, for all the viewers that exactly. are watching right now, if you guys don't know Nathan, he runs the YouTube channel Pacific Northwest Lawns. Uh, you want to talk about your channel real quick, Nathan? Uh, sure. It's fairly new this year. Um, I started back in November of 2019. I did two videos. And then I took, obviously, the winter off and did a lot of learning, spent a lot of time watching other guys to learn, and then I picked it right back up in the spring. Um, still get a bit nervous doing it. Uh, an opportunity presented itself in September to go out to Utah and meet Justin and the other guys out there in Utah, and I learned a ton while I was there. Um, and that has really, really helped. Nice. And then uh... I, did a, uh, I did three videos for... Uh, Green County Fertilizer, 
you know, on the next DIY channel also. Yeah, so Justin, you and Nathan hung out up in Utah? Yeah, I met Nate. He was in Utah. Um, so we went to, uh, where did we go to? Was it Chili's we went to? I can't even remember the restaurant now. I want my baby back, baby back. <laughs> uh, and then That's we hung out. Song. At, I think it was, yeah. Hung out at Jeremy's house a little bit. We did some mowing, went to Jimmy's house, did a little mowing. And so, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, oh, and then we fun. went up in and the mountain. Day with John. John. <laughs> uh, uh, Nate, I think Nate was telling me that you guys were UTVing. Is that is that what you were doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we went out and drawn side by side. Dude, that sounds like so much fun, man. UTVing in the mountains of Utah. Every time I see you Utah cats, man, doing all that, dude, I'm like, man, I wish I was there. I have a question for Justin, though. Yeah. When's your, when's your website launching, bud? <laughs> oh, website. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, um, the lawnwhisper.net is, is my website. It is uh, not fully live yet. You can go on there. You can sign up for my email list that will let you know whenever it's live. But um, I think, so I, I keep pushing it back. My goal was January 1st. I, I pushed it back because, I mean, it's pretty much ready right now. There are some final things that I want to have done for the website when it fully launches. Um, but I, I'm thinking probably we'll wait till February 1st or something like that and, and launch it. About February 1st, cool. I'm looking forward to see what you got going on now. Yeah. I, I mean, for people who are IT people or web developers, they're probably going to look at it and be like, this is like, this took you this long to do because I'm doing it all myself. Um, and, but I'm pretty proud of it. Cool. Yeah, it looks great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you need to and you know what, Justin, man, I really got to salute you, man, and give you props where props is due. I'm in the process of making a website myself right now. And let me just tell you, it is a pain in the arse. There's <laughs> a lot more to it than people think, like a lot of little details that you wouldn't ever think about just to get things to look right or to connect properly. Uh, there, There's a lot to it. I always thought it was just like dragging and dropping buttons, man. But no, dude, it is nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, Nate, uh, yeah, thanks for calling, bud. Uh, uh, again, guys, if you guys are watching and you want to see an awesome lawn channel, uh, check out Nate from Pacific Northwest Lawns. He has an awesome, cool season grass up there in Washington, Nate. Correct, yeah, Southwest Washington. Nice, man, nice. Dude, I was always envious of those guys in Washington, man, because, you know, it's always raining over there, dude. You don't have to worry about watering your lawns. Yeah, but about six weeks out of the year, that's it. That's it, huh? Yep. Uh, nice, nice, man. Well, well, thanks for calling in, dude. All right, guys. Have a good show. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks. Have a good one. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, thanks for calling in, Nate. If anybody else wants to call in, we'll be accepting calls for a little bit here. <laughs> hey, LG's in the chat. What's up, LG? Um, over here, uh, <laughs> Super TA said... George, I just put on some headphones to watch your stream. Your audio is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so, man. I, I got audio processing on up the wazoo right now. He has uh, got a pretty fantastic setup over there. Yeah. Did you uh, finally set, settle on your podcast setup, uh, Justin? As of right now, this is uh, this is what you're looking at. <laughs> that that uh, mic you're using right now is that well? Oh, that's is that USB or XLR? 
Uh, this is a USB. This is like a $25 kit. This entire thing cost me like 25 bucks on Amazon. I think this is literally the cheapest USB mic kit you can get on Amazon I, because I'm, I'm pretty cheap. Dude, it doesn't sound that bad, though, actually, man. Yeah. For 25 bucks, I mean, it sounds pretty good to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, Turtles Turf and DIY, are you on the job? Uh, no, he's not on the job, man. When you go back on the oh, job, is that, Justin. Is that for me? No, I'm at home. Uh, so I worked, <laughs> yes, I worked yesterday, so I'll work again on Monday. Uh, okay. Uh, so you work like a few days in a row. Is that how it works? You sleep there? Uh, so I work 24 hours. So I go in at 7 a.m. and I, I work until 7 a.m. the next day. So, yeah, I do sleep there. Um, and then I'm off for 48 hours. So if you don't mind me asking, man, like yep. out of the 24 hours that you're there, how, how long – Obviously, they allow you to sleep. How long do you usually sleep? Uh, so you, I didn't get a call last night, so I, I slept a full eight hours. I went to bed at 10, woke up at 6. It was a pretty good night. I'm not going to lie. Do you, uh, guys, do you have, like, your own room there, or is it, like, bunk beds? or? We have a bunk room, and so it's the, the back room has five beds in it. Um, and so, you know, we uh, each get a bed and claim our, claim our space there. Yeah, you guys have pillow fights and things like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could see that yeah. happening, dude. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, it would, man. <laughs> uh, so, Justin, I heard that you have some plans to travel, man. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I. Um, well, hopefully things kind of continue to loosen up and things get better with the country and everything that's going on. Um, but planning in, I think sometime in March, heading down to Florida, visit, uh, I, I've been working with Lawn Star for the past couple of years, um, the Lawn Tools and I, um, and I were planning on going down there to visit them. Uh, cause I've never met those guys. They're very cool guys. I've talked to them on the phone all the time every week. Um, and they're just, they're very cool guys that run that company um, and so I, I'm looking forward to going down, meeting them, seeing their facility, filming a video about their whole process and their whole setup there and the background of their company and just um, everything that goes into that. And then while I'm down there, they're they're right next to where Brett Allen are. Good call. Hey, we have a phone call from one sec. Somebody. Welcome. You're live on the air. Who is this? This is Clint. What's the neighbor What's up, Justin? George, how you guys What's doing? What's going on? How you doing? Uh, I'm playing uh, hooky at work right now. I'm at work in my office at the pizza shop, but uh, oh, the show's nice the show is, yeah, show's amazing, man. Like uh, like Nate said, I've been watching the whole time and uh, it's flying by, you know. And uh, it's, you guys are doing great, man. I got to learn how to do all this stuff. It's amazing, <laughs> but. But I had a real, I had a question for you, George. Uh, your backyard, you know, I never see a lot of that. You know, I saw you do one video. You're back there, and I was curious if you were ever gonna do because your front lawn looks awesome. Are you gonna do anything in your backyard? Uh, you know, and, that, that's a good question, man. The only problem is uh, the bottom of my backyard is a floodplain, and my house is built on top of a hill, so there's like a crazy big slope back there. So even let's say hypothetically I did want to level it out, 
it wouldn't be the ideal place to real mow or do anything crazy back there. So I think, no. yeah, which sucks, man, because my front lawn looks awesome, but the only problem is it's small, and I want a little bit more turf real estate when it comes to low-cut grass. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, I think in the backyard, I'm just going to leave it tall because it's never going to work out too great. And what, what about for Justin, uh, when you eventually get into your place, uh, I don't know if you said it earlier, cause I was making pizzas and trying to watch this at the same time uh, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, when you have your house, what is, uh, what's going to be your grass type that you choose or if you're going to have multiple? Uh, that's a good question. We talked a little bit about that earlier. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I, and I could, Definitely do different types in different sections, but I also kind of want to do one type throughout um, just because I, I like telling people, yeah, I've got, you know, such and such bluegrass or I've got, you know, I don't like saying, yeah, well, I've got fescue in the front and I've got bluegrass <laughs> and rye on the side. I've got, you know, this and this in the back. Um, so I will, I will probably go with at least the majority of the lawn will be probably 80-20 bluegrass to rye. And then I may have a fescue area somewhere that I'm, if I have a section I'm not going to water because that will do better there. Um, as far as mowing low and mowing tall, I'm probably going to have 20 to 25,000 square feet and I don't want to like real mow all that. But I will say one thing I love about having the real mode side yard is that I love dragging the soccer goal out there and we play soccer on it. Um, so in the backyard or somewhere on the lawn where it's the flattest section, I will probably real mow that section just for the fact that I want to have two soccer goals and I want to be able to go out there with my kids and play soccer or play on the shortcut turf. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I saw that video of uh, you guys playing soccer. That was awesome. But one, Sorry, one last question because how you're talking about doing or not having uh, multiple types of grasses, uh, if you did, because I was thinking about switching it up and having bluegrass in the back, or I was talking with some people about fescues and just seeing what I liked. Because I've only known my my last house was blue bank, and you know I'm trying rye out right now, and I was thinking about putting different types. What happens if I cut the front and then cut the side? It's different grasses. You guys think that that would could that all mix up? And then you know now I I have like a, just a a, a mixed, a mixed pile of grass, like on each plot. Could that happen? I don't think so. I don't think you really need to worry about that with cool season grasses. Only if you're doing Bermuda, you would. I'm assuming so you cut. I think you cut out a little bit. I don't know if that's on my end or your end, but um, I think you're talking about bringing a grass from the front and bring it to the back from your mower carrying over yeah like yeah yes yeah if i were to like cut you know like just using the same mower on all the different types yeah i don't think you need to worry about that i think like bermuda and maybe some other warm warm season grasses are really the only thing you need to worry about doing that yeah man you know all the lawns over here in chicago are like a hodgepodge of like a million different grasses and some people still pull it off and make it look good. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't really worry about that too much. Not to mention a lot of the grass mixes, you know, are already mixed up, like Pete's Cool Blue. That's like fescue and bluegrass mixed together, right, I think? Yeah. Um, yeah. If, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. 
So I wouldn't really, yeah. I wouldn't really worry about that too much. But dude, I really like the things you're doing with the SS nine thousand. I'll definitely say that. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I got it. I got it in late. You know, it was uh, the end of September, beginning of October, and I had a cold spell, and I, I was getting worried. It, it almost all filled in. So, but uh, hey, I appreciate you guys taking the call. I don't want to take up any more of you guys' time. So, thanks for. Uh, Thanks for talking to me. Yeah, thanks a lot, dude. Thanks, thanks for man. calling in, dude. And I look forward to uh, interviewing you as well, bud. For sure. All right, take it easy, guys. We'll see you. All right, take care. All right, man. Dude, that was awesome. Neighbor Dominator, man. He's a good dude. He's always got some interesting stories to, stories to say. <laughs> so uh, I think we're going to wrap up this live stream here pretty soon. Uh, we've been going for a long time. Justin, can you tell us uh, any big things to watch out for 2021 that maybe oh, we don't already know? Uh, well, let's see. I've got, got the website. I've got uh, my YouTube channel. I've got some really cool things I plan to do another call. Hey, we're going to take one last call. <laughs> Welcome. You're live on the air. Who is this? It's Chris from SoCal Lawn and Order. Oh, snap. What's up, going on? <laughs> What's up, Christian? How you doing, buddy? Good, good. How you guys doing? Awesome. Uh, what you up to, man? Just got home from work. Uh, Listening are, to you guys on the drive home. You serving and protecting? Protecting, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. We got two people in the public, uh, from the public sector in the live stream right now, man. Yeah, Justin was the one that uh, gave me the motivation to move forward and try and start my own channel. Oh, dang, for real? Damn, Justin, yeah. look at you, man. <laughs> Love that. Dude, you're the lawn I motivator over here. Lawn motivator, yeah. The master motivator. <laughs> Somebody's going to go off here and make a YouTube channel called the Lawn Motivator. The master lawn motivator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, how how was work today, dude? Good, good. Yeah, and my weekend thing. So real quick, can you tell people a little bit of your background that are listening on the podcast? Um, let's see. Well, I've been in law enforcement going on 19 years. And... I used the lawn was kind of my means to escape from the decompression from work. And when we got this house here, the lawn was terrible. So like everybody else, I dove into YouTube and Google and wanted to make the, the lawn a lot better than what it was. Uh, yeah. Nice, man. Uh, and I do want to let you guys know that uh, I'm going to be starting the new lawn series called the 2020 freshman class where we interview some of the new lawn content creators and, Christian and Nate, they just so called, they just so happened to both call into the show today, are going to be the opening headliners to kick off the series. So uh, we definitely look forward to getting to know you more, Christian and Nate as well. And uh, we're excited to have you on, man, on our first episode. So everybody watching this live stream, uh, keep that in mind. I appreciate cool. it. Appreciate it. All right, bud. Well, hey, it was good talking to you. You guys too. Take care. I just want to say hi and tell Justin. Thanks for the motivation. It's been a year now. I'm loving it. Salute awesome. to you, Justin. <laughs> no salute to me. Thanks, Chris. All right, guys. Talk to you later. See ya. All right, guys. And uh, real quick, Justin, before we go, uh, any viewers that new viewers or newer viewers that may watch this, can you tell them where they could find you? Uh, yeah, you call 911 and uh, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, no, so YouTube, <laughs> the, the Lawn Whisper on YouTube. Uh, Instagram lawn.whisperer and I also have a Facebook page the lawn whisperer 
Um, and then coming soon, lawnwhisperer.net. So you can go ahead and sign up for that email list. And yeah, that's about it. Dude, I got to say, Justin, man, you've been an awesome guest. I had a good conversation with you, bud, and I'm so happy that you came on. Uh, this time really did fly by. Like It's been an hour and 40 minutes. Like it's That's crazy. Hey, man, you know, it's uh, it was awesome talking to you, dude. I mean, uh, yeah. I always watch you, and, you know, the fact that I could sit here and talk to you for an hour and four, I feel like I know you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. You watch people's videos, and then you're, you know, you're a part of this lawn community, and you feel, you do, you feel like you're already best friends with everybody, and you don't even meet them. Yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, I've been talking to you, and it's like I've known you my whole life, so uh, yeah. I, I look forward to doing more content, man. Once you get your podcast on the road and if you come to Chicago, you're always welcome to stop by. I'd be happy to Absolutely. be a guest on there as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we anytime to... you want me back on here, I'd love to come. I love sitting here and chatting and talking lawns. and yeah, Sweet, dude. I love this. Well, with the new podcast, uh, where I'm going to have a lot of the new creators on, man. I think they would probably get a kick out of you if you made a guest appearance, you know, to talk to them maybe about your beginnings in YouTube and, you know, how, how you got started. So, I'll keep you. Uh, I'll I'll talk to you, man. After the live Sounds stream, good. and we'll plan something out. But in the meantime, thank you guys so much for stopping by, Justin. Thank you again, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Have a good one.